today I'm talking about building generationally. Now, as a way of introduction, the building is used widely, are uh, literally or figuratively, as well as an analogy in the Bible. Now, you know, uh, for example, in Exodus chapter 20, I think around verse 24, where Moses is told, build me an altar. Uh, just Exodus 20, 24, I think, uh, by the Bible also says in the book of Psalms, unless the Lord builds the house, it's in vain that builds it, build it. Uh, Psalms 127, and Jesus talked um, about one who hears his, uh, he says, unless, you know, one who hears his words of mine and obeys and does them, he's like one who builds his house on a rock. And that's uh, Matthew chapter 7 and 24 and uh, 24-25 and uh, he also said um, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against us in Matthew 16 and verse 18 and uh, he said uh, he also said we in several places are nights nice recorded in all the synoptic, uh, synoptic gospels and the book of uh, uh, it says um, uh, this, so, this stone which build is rejected uh, has become this chief cornerstone and that's in Matthew chapter 21 42 mark 12 10 and luke 20 17 and uh, finally also refer to paul's uh, words and paul says uh, um, uh, paul said uh, we be careful how we build in first corinthians chapter 3 verse 10 that is uh, he said i've laid a foundation and carefully person who builds uh, will should be careful in the way he'll build now in other words now i like taking the words of paul that careful that a builder that a builder uh, has got to be careful in the way uh, that they uh, they build now now, so for me, I take it the fact that uh, we are builders, we are builders, and the Bible says, you know, I'll build, Jesus just said, I'll build my church, uh, and the gates of hell will not prevail against us, and he says elsewhere, we are co-workers with Christ, so we are building, now, we are building, uh, whether it is your life, and I want you to think, think about this, whether it is your life, um, there's something you're building, you know, uh, you're building, whether it is in your family, we are building each day uh, we're building whether it's in your ministry we are building uh, we are building the God and Jesus uh, uh, says we are co-workers the word of God says we are co-workers so if Jesus is building then his expectation is that we should be co-workers with him in the buildings so or we should be co-building with him and not uh, without him so today we are discussing about building generationally okay this building has got to be building that's going to happen generationally from this generation okay uh, um, uh, so generationally every you know every generation uh, there's got to be every generation has got to think about building but only no building for this generation but building and to pass on uh, something towards uh, the next uh, generation 
Now we will today as we share, we're going to share a young man's uh, or a child's perspective and that way so we're going to have uh, Elijah sharing the child's perspective and then the mothers and then we have the parental uh, or parents perspective and uh, looking in other words, we're looking at different generations or we're looking at two generations or we're looking at generation or we're looking at the uh, the generations uh, uh, so the the, the for the father and mother generation and the children, the child's perspective. And so and that's why today we're going to have the presentation. is going to include uh, Elijah's child mom and then uh, myself. So we'll begin with Elijah and uh, then he will now. The uh, scripture uh, the scripture we are referring to is in the book of uh, 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 the book of the book of uh, uh, the book of Psalm, sorry, Psalm seventy-eight and uh, Psalm seventy-eight. Uh, we look at it from uh, verse one to um, verse uh, verse seven. And this is what it says: "And uh, all my people, listen to my instructions. Open your ears." Uh, to what I am saying, for I will speak to you in a parable. I will each I will teach you uh, hidden lessons from our past stories we have heard and known stories of our of, of the stories our ancestors handed down to us. Not those words. We will not hide them. I uh, will not hide this uh, truth from our children. We will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord and about uh, uh, about his powerful and his mighty wonders for he uh, issued his laws to Jacob and he gave his instructions to Israel he commanded our ancestors to teach them to their children um, so the next generation might know them uh, even the children not yet born and they in turn will teach them uh, to their own generation so that each generation should set its hope anew on God and not forgetting his glorious miracles and obeying his commands. Wow. All right, so we are looking at the context there. The psalm, this is a psalm, is a contemplation, a reflection of Asaph. Now, Asaph was a great singer and a musician, uh, all prophetic in his music, and for served both uh, David um, and Solomon. And you can look at that in Chronicles, First uh, Chronicles 15 to 7, uh, chapter 15 and chapter 16, and um, as well as Second Chronicles chapter 29. Uh, we see. Uh, um, that uh, and and also read on this uh, Second uh, Chronicles, First uh, Chronicles twenty five one and Second Chronicles twenty nine thirty and all that. And you can see uh, that Asaph was a prophetic, uh, a prophetic uh, musician. This but this particular one is a prophetic composition and is a prophetic composition because it points towards the Messiah. And now, uh, uh, so is the longest of the historical what is called the historical. Psalms and um, 
and 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 uh, he uh, he's he's teaching now. He's teaching. Uh, he will he says, "I will teach in parable." Okay, I'll teach in parable. Now, if you know that Jesus made a reference to this in Matthew chapter 30, uh, 13 and verse thirty-four, and uh, uh, Jesus uh, he taught the multitudes in parables, and uh, says so that he might be fulfilled uh, that which was spoken by the prophet, and the prophet is Asaph, uh, referring to that I will teach. I'll open my mouth in parables and. I'll utter things, uh, the secret uh, foundations of the, you know, from the secret foundations of the world. And so, uh, God's uh, now this parable oh, sorry, this, that then he goes on and, and, and uh, asserts, uh, or the psalm, uh, the psalmist goes on and uh, shows the guidance of his people in spite and shows how God guided the people through history, particularly the children of Israel and has guided them despite of their unfaithfulness. So it's a skillful song or a reflective poem and again uh, re, uh, uh, you know uh, re-emphasizing there. So now, so in terms of the message then, let's come to the center, the body of the message. So what is the message here? Um, first of all, what is the intent? Now we approach it from the intent of the uh, the song. What is the intent? It says with the stories we've heard, the goodness we've heard, the stories of the goodness and the faithfulness of God, of the mighty works of the Lord, and the and the people's uh, rebellion, you know, and uh, uh, you know uh, what God has done, and how people uh, have rebelled. Now, um, and then He says that uh, we should um, teach these and teach uh, this uh, verse for particularly teach this uh, to the generation to come, uh, so that they, you know, uh, to come we will teach them the praises of God, the testimonies of God, and the faithfulness of God, and the goodness of. The Lord, and so, um, and and so, what is the message really? Uh, is saying that you know we uh, withdraw from our past, we draw from God's faithfulness in the past, and there's something we draw, the truths we draw from the stories in the past, and we pass them on into the next uh, generation. Uh, and and of course, there are three things that we're going to look at them. Uh, three things mainly saying the praises of the Lord. You know, the praises of the Lord is talking about giving praise and adoration because of the works that he has done, the gratitude of what God has done, the manifestation of the power of God, you know, and, and then, of course, the strength, you know, the praises, but also the strength, you know, we are we, we marveling at the strength and the power, the greatness of our God, the emergency of God, the sovereignty and the power of our God, and, of course, we, we we are marveling at his wonderful his wonderful work. Three things there that he points out or pointers in his message. Now breaking down, so that brings me to basically uh, brings me to a significant teaching. So significance. So what is the significance of the teaching? What the significant message uh, that uh, the psalmist is uh, bringing to us significantly? Now. Significantly, uh, I want to draw four points or four things that we get from this um, uh, chapter uh, 78. Now, 
Number one is the vital, the vitality, okay? The necessity, the necessity for each, the, the vitality of the necessity to pass on to the next generation. Every generation receives something. There is a truth that we have received. That's God's intent. There are things that we have received. There are things that we receive. And, and of all things, we should pass on to the next generation. We should pass on the baton, so to speak, to the next generation. Are you learning something? Are you grasping a truth in your time? And every generation has got a responsibility. You've got a responsibility of uh, um, um, mother. You've got a responsibility to her. And you, even you as a young person, you're receiving something in your generation. You're receiving a truth in your generation. And that generational um, that generational truth has got to be passed on. Now you, now you can pick up bitterness and complaints. That way God hates complaints. God hates complaints because complaints do not glorify him. And you know, so that he does not want us to pass to the next generation complaining and grumbling. And this is why God took away all the generation that was grumbling in the book of Numbers, the generation that were you know, and, uh, you know, above the age of 20 because they were grumbling and complaining here to remove them from the face of earth because he does not want the next generation to live in the complaints like the, the, the fathers. But he wants on the other hand that they may learn lessons. How God deals, and this is the essence of the teaching of the, uh, the, the psalmist, that this generation should learn from they should learn the lesson not to complain like the, the the unfaithful generation of the past but instead focus on the goodness and the faithfulness of God and so the generation he says this generation should receive and pass on the baton to the next generation. Otherwise, there's what is called generational discontinuity. There's what is called, you know, depravity and decadence and failures past. And if you look at society, you'll see that society, you know, uh, society uh, failed. Society uh, 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 gets degraded or falls or uh, or uh, um, uh, the rot when you see rot and failure, moral failure in society happens as a result of something not passed not being passed on to the next generation you know something not being passed on from their fathers and their mothers uh, we include mothers they have to be gender sensitive the, it's something not being passed on to the next generation and you find the next generation is without God the next generation is empty the next generation is depraved the next gener generation is depressed why because there was some truth there was an important thing that wasn't being passed from one generation that was supposed to be passed from one generation to the other and said it wasn't and so there is a breakage or a discontinuity oh I don't know what God God is calling on you and I that you receive something in your generation and that's something that we that is building that something may be passed on to that generation that the next generation may reach uh, is their destiny your whether it's your sons and daughters or even your own generation. We are responsible for receiving something and we are responsible for passing on that thing uh, um, that the next generation may not uh, fail. Okay, so, the, so, so that's the first point, that the, the generational responsibility. Each generation is responsible for receiving and passing on. The next point is there, I said, you know, the importance of understanding
understanding the hand of God, you know, seeing the, uh, the understanding, the doings of the Lord in history. Uh, so what are we passing on? What are we, an understanding of God's dealing, God, the history, you know, seeing God's works, the majesty of God, the, 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 the doings of God. That's what, that's our focus, the, the memory, you know, uh, um, so the, the, the things that God is doing uh, 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 so as to, you know, uh, so that the, the next generation may be obedient to that God, that they may be obedient to this faithful God and the words, you know, uh, uh, this understanding, you know, having an understanding of this God and they may be obey, obey uh, that God, not grumbling, not murmuring, not, no, no, you know, the faithfulness of God and understanding of God. And that's why God does things. That's why God manifests things. That's why God has done the things that he has done in our lives. That's why you know, even in times of difficulty, even in the time of the pandemic, there are things that God, we will see God. We will see God so that we can see and behold the faithfulness of God. Are you beholding the faithfulness of God? That's what he wanted. Even when those they were passing in the desert, that's what deserts are meant for. Deserts are meant for us to see the goodness of the Lord. The faithfulness of the Lord, the power of God, and understanding of His dealings and and His and His power. The next thing, uh, so uh, uh, an understanding of how the dealings of God, an understanding of the hand of God, an understanding, and that's what Job said. Job said, "I have seen Him. You know, I have heard about Him. I have heard about Him. But in this time of difficulty, in this time of challenge." I have seen him. I know him. I have seen him. And that's what God wants you. And you know, that may know him, even this time of the pandemic. The next point, the next thing is here, it says um, the psalm emphasizes, the psalmist is emphasizing the strength, you know, the strength, the wonderful works of God. It's not, it's not you know, it's the power of God. There is a power of God. There is a manifestation of the Lord. Even in the desert, there is, a, there is manna in the desert. There quills. In the pandemic there is a revelation of God. There is a closeness we are receiving. There is a thing that we are receiving from the Lord that we will pass on the next generation to the next generation. You know, there's wonderful works of the Lord, the supremeness, the supreme power of God, the what God is doing, the quality, you know, uh, uh, the measure, you know, of what God is doing, you know, uh, um, and, and above, beyond, the, even with the failure of his people, the failure of the systems, you know, we see the persistence, patience, and mercy of God. The wonderful words of the Lord. The focus is on the wonderful words of the Lord. We understand God. You know, uh, uh, we understand God, but the focus is understanding of his powerful, his wonderful works. And the last point is, uh, the last point is really an emphasis of that. Is saying basically, lest we forget. In other words, those who forget God's works are sure to fall in their own, uh, sure to fall on, to fail on their own. All right. So we, we, the, lest we forget. So this time is all about lest we forget, lest we forget, lest we forget the faithfulness of our God, lest we forget the wonders of the Lord, the doings of the Lord, the dealings of the Lord with his people in the past. That is the message there. And uh, so the, the vitality to pass that on the vitality to pass not just anything but the understanding of God and the works you know the wonderful 
works of the Lord and so that we do not uh, forget uh, because failure uh, we will we will fail on our own when we forget that God is with us. The God of Israel is with us. No, so think about the contrast. You know, um, so the contrast is not passing on the bitternesses and and the you know the bitternesses, the grumblings. You know, not that's why God will stop it. You know, they're not to pass on the grumblings. In contrast, is the mercies uh, to show the mercies of God even despite the the grumblings on that the mercies of the Lord. That's that's in contrast trust what to show no so we see uh, uh, we see this we see this and pass them on we see the mercies and faithfulness of God and pass on the next generation and and uh, so that the next generation and I like verse 7 and verse 7 is powerful it says so that each generation should set their hope anew on God Woo! so that every generation may set their hope anew in God may they renew their hope in God and not and not forgetting his glorious miracles and obeying his commands so that they may not forget who lest they forget so that they may obey his commandments because they are also lessons of failures and even in our lives they are lessons of, of of failures, there are lessons where we have walked away from God, but those are lessons where we see the masses and the restoration of God, the, the, the faithfulness of God, despite that, how God came through, you know, how God came through, and so that we, or even the lessons we failed, what were the lessons, even when we did the wrong thing, parents, we the, the things we've done wrong, even then, what are the lessons, and we, God wants us to learn those lessons, and pass them on um, pass them on uh, to the next generation why so that the next generation uh, you know uh, so that the next generation does they may put their hope in God and uh, they may not forget and that they may obey his commands okay so in conclusion think about your own generation how are you receiving or how are you receiving because it's important how we are receiving what we are receiving the message we are receiving are you receiving the negativity the complaints you know uh, 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 the unfaithfulness you know and and oh, we until sorry are we receiving that you know the complaining the, the murmuring on the you know the uh, uh, the bitternesses, uh, the broken relationship. No, he's saying, you know, we want to see the faithfulness. In contrast, the faithfulness of God. Let's focus on the faithfulness of God. Let's see in everything, in every, the, the say in English, every cloud in the pandemic has got a silver lining. There is what God, what has God done? What is God doing in the pandemic? Let's behold the goodness of the Lord. Behold of the mercy of God and then we will pass on to the next generation how are you receiving what are you receiving how are you receiving this time how are you reacting are you because the reactions you know are we keeping what are you what are you what are you immersing let's immerse the goodness of the Lord let's immerse let's gather the love of God let's gather the greatness of God in pain gather what God how God takes you through how God God, you, uh, um, the goodness of the Lord, and uh, and uh, and and remember. Let's remember the faithfulness of God. The faithfulness. Uh, let's remember the faithfulness and the masses of God. Friends, that psalm speaks about the one 
who was to come, the prophet. You know, the psalmist spoke about the one who has come. His name is Jesus. The Bible says, while we were yet sinners, God sent his son. You know, while we were yet sinners, he, 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 he died for us while we were yet uh, sinners. Maybe we've, maybe we've gathered things. Maybe we have, you know, uh, we have felt. Maybe there are things we felt like, oh, you know, uh, uh, I have felt. But, you know, this is when you can see Jesus. You can see God, you know, that is, 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 did not come to us while we were righteous. They come, he came to us so that we can see. So he, see he came to us while we were yet sinners. So today, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't know where you are, who you are, and it doesn't matter where you are. We can see the masses of God. That's why Jesus died. That's why Jesus went to the cross, that we will see. We, in our failure, in our brokenness, in our, in our, in our unfaithfulness, we might see the faithfulness of the Lord. So today we can come to Jesus. Today we can say, Lord, I have been gathering complaints. The Lord, I've been gathering murmurings and, and building bitternesses and, and broken, you know, there's brokenness that is in me. Lord, I want you to, I want you to, I want you to help me to see your faithfulness. Help me all today. Restore me. Restore me the, the joy of the salvation. Restore my hope anew and that I may pass on that I may pass on something in my life in the future in my family in future in my in my family now that I may learn to pass on the you know the goodness about you know pass on the greatness of God and the goodness and the mercies of God Father in the name of Jesus we pray Lord we pray Jehovah Jireh for we thank you because you are a forgiving God you are a restoring God and that God you're a faithful and merciful God you're a God of judgment you're a God of the you you you're a, a consuming fire when uh, when we uh, when people uh, um, rebel against you but yet Lord you're God of mercy oh Lord in judgment you do remember mercy your father today I'm bringing your child to you I'm praying for restoration praying oh king of glory for a change of focus focus to look not on the father's focus to look not on on the challenge but look on the goodness of the Lord, the culture to look on the love of God, to look on the power of God, to look on the might of God. In the name of Jesus, oh God, I pray that Lord, you will restore the joy of salvation. I pray that you will you will bring, you will draw nigh them that are far from you, oh God. In the name of Jesus, oh hallelujah, we love you and we bless you, God. We honor you, Father, in the name of of Jesus, the name that is above every other name, no other name except the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen.